Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of April 16. We welcome the band members of Throne to the Wolves. The Roman Show starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Vital, GNC, we're going. Go. FAO, we are go. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're go. Fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are go for launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome everyone, I'm your host Rodolfo Roman Another episode of The Roman Show We are back after the Wrestlemania break Joined alongside the dashing one, Mr. George Alonzo George, how you feeling man? Thanks for the great introduction You're finally learning, but I'm here just enjoying myself A grape martini For the first time, you're actually uh, taking a sip out of the drinks I create around here So thank you very much for that, finally yeah, I think I want to thank actually that grape that I'm having right now. You could credit the uh, the drinks. You can credit the drinks. You got to credit me because I'm the one that brought it and I'm dashing that way. I only drink class A products. Okay. That's not what it says in the label, man. It's like the moonshine bootlegger drinks you bought. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's move on forward here, get some of the house rules out of the way. like to mention that, listen, you got to get yourselves, and I'm sure you've seen it, seen it on your website, collar and elbow t-shirts available for purchase right now. Get 10% off your purchase by using the promo code altogether, the Roman show. That's the Roman show promo code. Visit their website right now and check out the latest fashion of collar and elbow Trust me, you'll love the t-shirts. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. Check out the great, great t-shirts that they have available. The Roman Show promo code, all in caps, all together. Get 10% off your purchase. And I'd like to let you know that PFL, Premier Fight League, will return with some great amateur fights in Miami, Florida on April 28th. Get your tickets right now available. You can visit the Roman Show uh, Facebook page. That's Roman Show Media on Facebook to get more details. That's PFL 15, Saturday, April 28th. June 29th, mark it on your calendar as Thailand FC returns with more action at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Well, the last event was just absolutely phenomenal. Two titles on the line. We got a new champion. Actually, we got two new champions that uh, took place that week. So make sure you're there for Titan FC number 50. It is a monumental event taking place on June 29. And guys, summer is around the corner. You want to lose some weight? Well, you got to hit up Fight Club in Doral. Reach out to Henry Morales, 786-222-8051. That's 786-222-8051, Fight Club in Doral. They'll get you in shape. We will see you soon. And just around the corner, Fort Rock is almost here in its new location. In uh, Sunrise, or actually in, in Fort Lauderdale, actually, 
It's a Fort Rock coming back at you again. Absolutely ready to go at the Mark Har- Markham Park, Sunrise, Florida. Ozzy Osbourne is going to be in that. Can you believe that? Ozzy Osbourne, George? Which, uh, you know, it might be the last time you might see him. He has said that this is the last tour that he will be uh, performing. Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, Breaking Benjamin Stone Sour, and a whole lot more. We can't wait to be out there and cover that great, great, great metal concert. Oh, boy, I can't wait. All right, let's talk some pro wrestling coming up next on Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, George, we've seen some of the call-ups. Monday Night Raw, of course, SmackDown, it's going to be a different uh, different story. But we've seen some changes uh, on both the, the blue and the red brand. But let's first start off with some of the surprises that we've seen. We saw Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn jumping ship to, to SmackDown. We saw uh, Tyler Breeze and Fandango coming over. I thought that was a waste. But so far, what do you think uh, some of the changes, some of the impacts that are going to have the Miz, I think the Miz going to SmackDown is going to have a major impact. And at last, we are going to see that feud that we've been dying to see, we've been itching to see, and that's Daniel Bryan versus the Miz. I think out of all the changes so far in this superstar shakeup, that has to be the moneymaker. Daniel Bryan versus Miz is finally happening over three, four years in the making. Uh, it's been clued, it's been teased, it's been shot on. It's everything. It's finally happening. Uh, it's going to be promoted on SmackDown. And obviously now with all these conjoined pay-per-views, we don't have to worry about missing one pay-per-view for another. You will be able to catch it no matter what pay-per-view it is. So we're finally going to get Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Hopefully, I'm, I know this is a long shot, especially because there's no storyline in between. But hopefully, if I was uh, the WWE, I will hold off that until SummerSlam. I just want to say that. No, I agree. It is a money fight. And why are you going to waste that opportunity to sell it, to build it? You need to get Daniel Bryan and, and the Miz to sell it. And, and, and to, to this point, George, and I think I've mentioned this to you over and over again, why in the hell is the Miz not holding a higher title such as the WWE Championship or the, uni- or the WWE Universe. He deserves it. This guy is money on the mic. Right now, right now, George, I don't think anyone can compete with the Miz's mic skill. I, I, I honestly think he's better than John Cena right now. Well, yeah, the Miz is on a whole different level when it comes to the mic, but when you say competition, I, I think if Ke- you know Kevin Owens is a top guy that could really give some good competition on the mic, uh, you know, let me see. Uh, let me think of other people. Paul Heyman is good on the mic as well. Uh, Elias, amazing on the mic. Uh, man, Elias, all he does is go out there with his guitar, and he already gets drowned in booze. So uh, what I'm saying is this: Yes, Miz is all on his own. Yes, I agree with you. That man does deserve a title. Uh, besides the Intercontinental title, I think that man is ready to sell tickets. If not, he already is already, for Christ's sake. But when it comes to best on the mic, I, I could name a couple of other people. But yes, I do agree with you at the same time that he does deserve a world title. Absolutely. Well, we saw some of the new 
faces on uh, Raw and SmackDown making uh, a transition from NXT to the higher-ups, including No Way Jose, Authors of Pain, Ember Moon. Which one do you think is really going to have an impact from the ones that we saw debut after WrestleMania, George? Hmm. Good good question. Um... I definitely want to take my uh, No Way Jose off that list. Um, I really thought Cien Amos was going to jump ship, you know that? Me too, actually, me too. Uh, but that, I guess that just proves that we're going to get a bigger story, you know, with Cien Almas and Aleister Black on NXT. Or you never know, maybe he gets called up during the shakeup tomorrow on SmackDown. You, you never know. Uh, but... Um, who do I think will make a a grand future with the WWE from the NXT call-ups, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say Ember Moon definitely uh, has a great future. Uh, and I want to also say Authors of Pain. Uh, Authors of Pain and Ember Moon are those two that you really want to keep your eye on right now as far as these call-ups are concerned. Yeah, I think those are those are good choices. <laughs> I don't think uh, No Way Jose is, is going to make uh, an, an impact whatsoever. In fact, he's just going to be that, that filler, you know, that, that one that, hey, you know, there's nothing to do, let's put him on TV, you know. That's, let's go ahead and put in a, another revamp, uh, Adam Rose. Yep, an Adam Rose part two. Uh, I wonder what all those uh, former Rosebuds are failing right now. Which, mind you, when No Way Jose was on NXT, he didn't come out with a the conga line. This is more of a WWE, you know, when, when he got to the SmackDown Awards, he got to Raw. That's why I'm saying this is Adam Rose all over uh, all over again. Even though Adam Rose did come out with Rosebuds in NXT, but I'm saying, like, when you see a No Way Jose right now, it just screams Adam Rose. It, 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 you, every time I see him, it screams Adam Rose. I even went onto social media after his debut last week, and everyone was talking about Adam Rose. So I'm just saying, like, this, this is too much. It's, it's kind of like it's been done already, and, and I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll just see. Well, Paige, we learned last week that she will not be competing anymore and has become the general manager of SmackDown. You know, it, it's a good, good move for her. Of course, she can't wrestle because of her injuries. She's great on the mic, granted. But listen, they gave an opportunity to Daniel Bryan. I am sure as hell... One day, uh, Paige will return to the ring. We're going to remember, too. She's, I think she's about 25 years old, so she's really, really young. We're going to see her in action one, one, one day or another. Well, she did mention that Daniel Bryan it was an inspiration to her and her career and that she was not going to give up because of what Daniel Bryan did with his career. And who could blame her for seeing it that way? That Daniel Bryan's career and story is inspirational all in all, all together. But, uh, yes, Paige was forced to retire at a very young age. And as we all know, you know, wrestling is her passion. So, you know, just like what happened with Daniel Bryan, uh, Daniel Bryan loved wrestling. He loved entertaining the fans, especially the WWE fans. So they kept him on board as a general manager. Some would also say the reason they kept him there was also due to the fact of the uh, – of. Um, of making sure he didn't go anywhere else after his contract expired. I, I could see that happening, actually. Uh, I don't know if that's the same thing for Paige. I don't know. 
But all I know is that, you know, Paige is still part of the company that she does love. We still get to see Paige. And maybe she's on the same road as Daniel Bryan. Time will tell. Absolutely. Now, Rusev, he's been part of the Saudi Arabia uh, greatest Royal Rumble. He's been out of the Royal Rumble. He's been back in the Royal Rumble. What the hell is going on with Rusev? Have we seen perhaps the end after this match? Is that really going to bury uh, Rusev, no pun intended, in this casket match? Or, or are we going to see a revamp of Rusev? He is over. Why not give this guy an opportunity and make him to the great wrestler that he is? I don't know. I, I don't know. A lot of people, you know, are loving the Rusev Day. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's one of the biggest pops you hear ever since the, the Yes movement. Um, maybe they're kind of milking it. Maybe they're trying to uh, do a slow push and trying to make it bigger than it is already. But here's a note for you. It's already big as it is. Don't lose the steam. Enjoy it. You know, come on. You cannot lose a money-making situation like that for nothing. Don't be that dumb person in the room. Do something with it. Get, push him to main event. Don't You necessarily don't have to give him a title. Just push him to main event status or something. Because he is over. Yeah, he's money, absolutely. You're absolutely right about that, George. Uh, and if you, you want to commentate, you want to give us an opinion about our, what our thoughts are, shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com, and we'll read your opinion right here on the program next week. All right, coming up next, Canadian metalcore band Thrown to the Wolves. They have released their EP, their latest EP, and boy, is it awesome. You can check it out right now. Tales from the Gallows, available on your streaming services Check it out. Coming up next, the band members of Throne to the Woods. South Florida's biggest rock experience has returned at Monster Energy Fort Rock. Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Five Finger Death Punch. Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilot, Hollywood Undead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Oath, Pop Evil, Premium, Hatebreed, and more. Monster Energy Sport Rock at Markham Park. Peaceful days, great food, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to FortRockFestival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy. Welcome, everyone, to The Roman Show. Make sure to follow us on the socials. At the Roman Show on Twitter and uh, on Facebook and Instagram, you can follow us on Roman Show Media. All right, guys, this band just recently released their latest EP available right now on all the streaming services. On the line, all the way from Canada, we have Cody and Billy of Throne to the Wolves. How are you, boys? Oh, can't complain. We uh, rolled in and cool you off for a bit. So let's talk. Let's talk about the latest EP. Tales from the Gallows. It was just recently released, available on streaming services. One of my personal favorites, actually, is uh, a Last for fair, uh, Farewell. But uh, you had the single that just recently dropped, uh, Dust in My Lungs. So what can you tell us a little bit about the EP? 
Well, uh, we kind of went in for a more uh, emotional uh, feel for these songs. Um, the last EP was a lot, uh, it was our first, like, really uh, released as a band, and this time I feel like we've kind of matured in our sound, and we kind of wanted the songs to reflect that. So the one you were talking about there, Last Farewell, um, it's definitely one of the more emotional songs on the record. Um, a friend of the band recently passed away, and uh, we, we decided to uh, honor him with, with that song there. So, Wow, that, that, that's very nice to hear. And, and, and then, do you have Dust in My Lungs, uh, another one that was released? What has been so much of the, the feedback from the, from the fans? Uh, they love Dust in My Lungs. That's uh, definitely one of our favorites to play live. It's, uh, it's really fast-paced. It's probably one of the shorter songs we have, but, uh, I mean, it goes hard right from the start to the finish, and uh, everybody usually uh, goes pretty wild when we, when we pull that one out. So this is a follow-up to your 2016 EP, Unholiest of Kings. Was this a little different uh, compared to the 2016 ones, the process of writing, getting it together? Yeah, uh, for, for the 2016 one, um, one of our guitarists kind of already had the songs mapped out, and we just added into it. Um, for this one here, we came together as a five-piece band and wrote every song from the bottom up. So uh, there was a lot more of our individual ideas that kind of went behind it, and uh, I think uh, it really shows in the in the songwriting. So now you're going to be hitting, or oh, you're already on pretty much hitting the stage over there in Canada. Uh, what can people expect on this tour? Uh, who, you know, what 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 are some of the the shows, the, the performances that you're going to give? Any favorites that people can really look forward to uh, hearing live on stage? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you've ever seen one of our shows, um, that's, that's exactly what it is, is a show. Whether there's there's five people there, 500 people there, it's, it's the same show from us every time. Um, and those people pay to be entertained, right? So that's, that's what we strive for every time we hit the stage. Um, we recently threw in a new cover song, um, and uh, we decided on this tour to cover uh, Break Stuff by, wow. by Link Biscuit. And so far, that's been a crazy success. I mean, I've, I've never seen the pit so violent when we when we break into that song. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember yeah. I remember watching that song live, and I, I could imagine you guys hitting it. The the pit must be insane. Actually, the uh, the first show on the tour was in in Newmarket in Ontario here, and uh, it was like a real small venue, and there was about a hundred people packed into it. And when we when we pulled that out, man, I thought uh, there was like I don't even know how to explain it, man. I'm sure there's probably some teeth there on the floor as well. I just probably couldn't see it because the the lights were dim. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No doubt. <laughs> now, now tell, tell me about covering a song like Break Stuff, you know, uh, the song itself, you know, it's aggressive. So what angle, what way do you try to make it a little different from the original one? What is it that you guys try to look forward to doing? Um, well, I'm going to take uh, the vocal aspect and give it a heavy. I like keeping it like rapping through the rapping parts and then, you uh, know, 
and then we just kind of I bring it heavy with some some heavier screams when uh, when the breakdown hits, and that's usually when uh, when shit tends to go crazy. That that is true. That is true. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So you got two EPs. When are we gonna get a full length album? What, what what are you guys working on that round? When can it be anticipated? Is it gonna be this year, next year? Yeah, yeah, right now, uh, we're doing your stuff kind of bad, right? So we uh, we figure we'll do a couple EPs and we'll shop it around and see who's interested. And uh, hopefully we get an offer sometime in the future that, uh, that kind of gives us that opportunity to go into the studio and write a full-length album. Um, so we're just kind of going to play it by ear after this tour. We got uh, a lot of really cool shows lined up after the tour. So, uh, yeah, we're just playing it by ear right now we're just promoting promoting the shit out of this one for now going back to tales from the gallows one thing that really got me was the the album cover uh with a little girl in the swings the two the one guy being hanged you got a cross going on tell me a little bit about how you guys came about that that album cover so uh basically we were looking at the name tales from the gallows and uh we wanted to incorporate our tw logo in it um so we, we thought the idea of having the bodies hanging from the gallows would be a really good uh, attention grabber. And then the girl swinging on the middle was just kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, like that's basically her, her parents hanging and then she's just, she's swinging in the middle. She can't really swing anymore. And that's just. Uh, like if the gallows could talk, right? You know, ah. it's what kind of thorns yeah. they found. And that's what the album did. They put the story out of uh, the tales from the gallows kind of from, from her perspective of, of things. And we're kind of playing off the old Unholiness of Kings, that kind of time frame, so back in the day. Oh, well, thanks for sharing for that. So now you got the tour coming up. You mentioned there you got some other tour dates aside from the ones in Canada. Hey, are you only going to be specifically in Canada? Are you going to come to the States? We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Uh, this tour here is, is uh, Canada only. We're doing uh, Ontario, Quebec, uh, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, PEI, and then uh, and then we're heading back. But uh, we're looking at another tour um, later on in the year. Um, that's hopefully going west coast, and hopefully we're able to uh, break down in the states a little bit. So things are in the works right now. And a little bit about you guys, how you got started. For those that still have not heard uh, from Throne to the Wolves, how did you guys get together? Uh, actually. Uh, I was I was looking for a band and uh, one of my old buddies who's the drummer Cody, um, he just uh, just so happened to shoot me a message asking me if I wanted to lay down some vocals on uh, on an album they were working on, and uh, I said, uh, yeah sure. He sent me a couple demos. I was interested. I brought in uh, I brought in our other guitarist and and he fit right in. Um, it took us actually a while to to find a really solid bass player. Um, and we actually uh, we actually got him from Kijiji of all places. I would drive an hour and a half just to just to come see these guys. It's uh, just a Kijiji. I've never never met him before. Never used Kijiji, and here we are. Ah, that's yeah, awesome. it all started. Uh-huh. It all started uh, probably what was that? Early. It was like late 2015, early 2016 when when the band started. I think our first show was. Uh, was early 2016 so we're recently new but uh things have been moving pretty quick so far well guys i want to thank you so much for uh 
joining us here on the Roman Show Throne to the Wolves pickup or listen to the EP available for streaming as we speak, Tales from the Gallows, and also check out their 2016 EP, Unholiest of Kings, available as well. Boys, thanks so much. Uh, Billy, appreciate it. Rob uh, and everyone else there for th- throwing a, the, the Wolves. And again, please, somehow, some way, try to get yourselves out here in Florida. If not, we'll pass the word out here. All right, guys. All righty, guys. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to the showdown. All right, we're back here on the Roman Show. Great stuff from Thrown to the Wolves, all the way from Canada. Special thanks out there to the boys joining us here on the program, Billy uh, and Cody, talking about their latest EP, Tales from the Gallows. You can check that out right now, streaming as we speak. I've had an opportunity uh, to listen to that great EP, and boy, it's absolutely awesome. It's a a top list on uh, on my workout uh, playlist, why not? So check it out. None other than Thrown to the Wolves, available right now on your streaming services, or for purchase as well. All right, guys, well, I'm going to talk some mixed martial arts. Uh, PFL, not the... Premier Fight League, the Amateur League, that were be taking place on April 28th in Miami, Florida. But I'm talking about Professional Fight League, formerly known as the World Series of Fighting, has come up with a new sort of, well, development, right? It seems now that what PFL is doing is that they're going to have a tournament. And the winners of this tournament will receive... Millions. I mean, it's different different divisions, of course. But in each division, millions, uh, they will become millionaires. And I think it's an absolutely uh, great opportunity for fighters. And in fact, they have gone and said that there is no such thing as an undercard because every single fight on PFL tournament matters. Because every fight will lead you closer to the, the playoffs or the finals of the tournament. So, of course, there are different... Uh, purses for each of the fighters, but at the end of the day, uh, it says here, advances to play out in a season-ending $10 million championships. It's, it's an incredible opportunity, and I agree with that. Uh, it says that there, there, there's a couple of fighters that we are very familiar, that we are part of this as well. Uh, the, the press release was uh, unveiled uh, earlier today, and of course, we, we recorded this program on Monday. But some of the guys you'll be seeing is Will Brooks, Brian Foster, Lance Palmer, he was a former champion uh, in WSOF. Also, Andre Harrison, uh, Jake Shields, you know, formerly part of the UFC uh, and also of uh, Strike Force. Rick Story, Thiago Tavares. These are some of the guys that will be competing for that money. So that is coming up. PFL is going to be streaming both on Facebook and on NBC Sports Network. So great stuff from that. And looking forward to this tournament and. You know, when you put millions of dollars on the line, George, that really changes the panorama of the fight game. Because one thing is that you're fighting for a title. Okay, I get that. But when, they're, when they are offering you, George, $2 million, $3 million after the tournament, <laughs> what are you going to do, dude? Um, sometimes I wonder if money is more important than a title. Yes, a lot of people will say it's the other way around because with titles comes money. But listen, I will pick the money coming first before any title. Because, like, for a championship, you could win it any time. You could earn it any time. 
You could fight for it anytime. Whatever. With a chance to become a millionaire, that's only once in a lifetime. So take it and run with it. So, yes, I would say in my case, this is my opinion, guys. I'm not speaking for anyone else. I would take the money. Think about it. The women's UFC featherweight champion Chris Cyborg took home $500,000 last night. Okay? So now you're, you're talking about that the winner of this tournament can take you know, a million-dollar prize. Shoot. All you have to do is fight one, you know, win one tournament a year. And you get $1 million. That is going to change the whole panorama, I think, of the fight game. And it really makes it uh, something to watch for. So looking forward to Professional Fighters League to take place very, very soon. And again, airing on, um, on NBC Sports Network and on Facebook. And it all starts off. It kicks off on, uh, on June. So looking forward to the action. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Gaethje and Justin uh, versus Dustin Poirier took place on Fox this past weekend, and you know we've had both Dustin and Justin here on the program, and, and Justin is just it's just this tough dude. I mean, this guy has had battles. When you look at him, he looks like just some kid around the corner, but the guy is just wild. He's a crazy fighter, fun to watch, and there's been a lot of criticism because of the way that he fights. That he's too barbaric if you want to say he he takes a lot of shots to the head and then he fights back and, and that his uh career in mma is not going to last long because he's taking all those shots and, and it is true you know i was having a conversation the other day with a, a, a fighter here in, in miami and said you know if he were only to add the technique if you were to add a little bit of bob and weave in there he will be able to have less impact on his body on his brain there was a comment on the internet that said that Justin Gaethje was slurring words because of all the punches he has taken. Listen, you can't judge a fighter for the way he wants to fight. I mean, the guy wants to bring entertainment, and he's definitely doing it every single night or time that he steps inside the octagon. So, I love watching Justin Gaethje. Now, realistically, you know, if, if you want to think about it in, in a you know, mature level, I guess if you want to say, or... Or in a very serious way, personally, if I was a fighter, I would not fight the way he fights because I know that my career is limited. Because the whole point of fighting, George, is to knock out your opponent and not get hit. Justin Gaethje is the opposite. He doesn't care if he gets hit. And if he does get hit, he's going to hit you right back. So, needless to say, it is a great time to see this guy fight. He's had battles in there. I mean, you, you go to about two years, two, three years ago when he fought Luis Babun Palomino. Uh, it was a candidate for match of the year, fight of the year. This guy is, is awesome. I love watching him fight. Like, he is a fun fighter to watch. But in regards to his fighting, it, is it critical? Yes. But listen, I'm a, I'm a fight fan. And, criti- and the media can go ahead and criticize all they want about Justin Gaethje. But I am a Justin Gaethje fan. Because he's a guy, he's he's tough as nails, he doesn't give a damn, and he does it because he wants to deliver a show, and that is what he he does. Now, of course, the impacts that he will have in the future, we don't know yet, but scientifically, you know, medically, will it have an impact to him? I wouldn't doubt it. But needless to say, to all the media criticizing Justin Gaethje, screw you. I think Justin Gaethje is doing what he wants, 
Let him do what he does. And listen, I'm a Justin Gaethje fan. I love the way he fights, and I tune into all his fights because, man, that guy can bring it any time. It's not a guy that just like to that does a little walk in the park, run around for 25 minutes and does absolutely nothing. This guy does something. Switching gears now, George. Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic. It's a super fight in July. Both of these guys are fighting for the UFC heavyweight title. It's a coin toss, really, between Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic. Honestly, I got my money on Stipe. I think he's going to bring it. But talks have already begun that the winner of this fight between these two, this super fight, who will be next? Well, one person they brought up is none other than the current WWE Universe champ, Universal Champion, Mr. Brock Lesnar. That's right. They asked Daniel Cormier if he were to defeat Stipe Mosiek, what would he feel if he were to talk uh, a fight Brock Lesnar? George, with all due respect to Brock Lesnar, I saw his last fight, UFC 200, 2016 I think it was, when he got popped with the, using PEDs, when he took a, uh, Mark Hunt. But yes, I know it's money, but he does not deserve a title shot, George. Roman, if you ever thought that owners or business owners thought about who deserves what, it's not about that. It's about who will fill the money in their pockets. And right now, if Brock Lesnar versus uh, Stipe or uh, Brock Lesnar versus DC brings money to their pockets, that's what they're going to go with. Uh, you know, I'm sorry to tell you, but that's just how businesses ran. It's not about who deserves what. It's about how or they could put money in their pockets. That that's just business, man. Dude, I I just I just don't don't understand why he I understand it's money. I get it. But he is not worthy of a title shot. There's other heavyweight cha- you know members of the divi- division that get an opportunity that deserve it. And you're giving it to Brock Lesnar, a guy that got popped with PEDs. He hasn't fought by the time that they, if if this fight ever happens, 2 years, and you give him a title shot. Again, is not about the deserving to them, Roman. You have to look at it from a business owner's perspective. If a business owner says, "Hey, this money is gonna—I mean, this fight is gonna bring money to my pocket," they're gonna do it, whether it makes sense or not. Okay, say for look at the situation with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is one of the uh, in the WWE. He's the number one merchandise seller. Same thing for AJ Styles. You know, does it make sense that he's getting title shot after title shot? Of course not. But guess what? He's getting it because they bring money to their pockets. It's a business decision, not a deserving decision. Well, we will wait and see if that happens. But first, Daniel Cormier would have to get over Stipe, or Stipe would have to defeat DC and get a crack at Brock Lesnar. So no longer is the title the top discussion of the fight, but it's the fighter, which is Brock Lesnar, who's going to bring money. And I was reading an article that states that when DC uh, took on Anderson Silva in the UFC 200, uh, and the original battle was actually was supposed to be uh, DC versus John Jones, but GC got cut with the with the, the PEDs. Uh, and they 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 brought in Brock Lesnar. You know, they brought in Brock Lesnar to fight Mark Hunt. Uh, I, I remember reading the article, and it said that. Mark Hunt walked up to DC and DC, hey, thanks, Big Brock. Because he knows that Brock was going to bring in that money to that pay-per-view. And that credit goes to Brock Lesnar. 
But with that being said, we finish off this episode of The Roman Show. We will catch you next week. We're going to have members of this new company. It's a new promotion here that's actually going to be filming in South Florida, in Miami. Karate. That's right. It's called Karate Tournament. And they got the, the way they fight, they don't fight in a cage. They don't fight in a ring, but they fight in a pit. Yeah, in a pit. It's really like barbaric, but obviously there's martial arts rules or karate rules. And they wear their, I guess, somewhat gi and their gloves. And they, are, they allow knockouts. So it is that type of karate that you see in Olympics, but just more exciting. And they are trying to build this brand, bring it up to another level, and it's going to kick off right here in Miami. And we will have some of the members, a fighter of that uh, brand or that promotion here on the Roman Show. And Bosch Putin, UFC Hall of Famer, is a big, big proponent of this. He'll be on the program to talk about it next week right here on the Roman Show. Follow us on our socials at the Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and on Instagram. And well, we five, theromanshow.com. And on our YouTube channel where we always have our exclusive video interviews. Check that out. Our Romano 201 on YouTube. So that till next time. If you haven't on, you haven't heard. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>